When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The biggest problem that I see right now in humanity, I don't see it as global warming. I don't see it as COVID. I see it as people having the ability to get along. And we're essentially all killing ourselves because we can't get along with others. I'm evolving in such a way that I really push myself to listen, to learn, and to value people who have different opinions than my own. But not everyone thinks this way. And in fact, there's consequences if you don't think this way. My next guest, Christian Walker, got deplatformed. He's not allowed to be on TikTok anymore purely because he was expressing his opinions during the Black Lives Matter movement about a lot of different social issues that are going on in the world right now. His father, Herschel Walker, is running for senator of Georgia. We're going to get into it, but I'm excited to talk to you today, Christian. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. You live so close to here. I know. I could have walked over. And I and I was saying to you before we started talking today that I I because of all the online hate that I've seen you receive from certain groups. <laughs> I said to you, can you function in the city of West Hollywood freely? And you said, yeah, I'm actually a private guy. And a lot of people, I love living here. Yeah. I mean, I'm an introvert, but what's so funny is when I'm walking around town, so many people run up and they whisper cause they're scared of the mob. I actually love you. Don't tell anyone. Or I agree with you. Don't tell anyone. So I'm well liked. It's just in secret. And, and then I'm hated by my haters, of course. And but. what are some of the things that you've been vocal about that you have received the most hate around? Well, last year after the BLM terrorist attack started, um, and I mean, you were here, I'm assuming you've been here for a while and our whole city was on fire and there were eight helicopters circling around West Hollywood and billows of smoke everywhere. And then I went on Instagram and I saw people posting black squares, encouraging the violence. I just said, I can't be silent anymore. So I started talking about my distaste for defending criminals, um, my love for the cops and feeling safe under law and order and people who protect that, um, as well as some of my other political beliefs. And it was very controversial. People got offended. People were happy. I was saying what they were thinking and just kind of took off from there. And was that the first time you were really vocal online or had you been vocal for a long time? No, that was my first time being vocal online. I've always been vocal with my friends, all of my friends, regardless of whether they agree or not, I've always been honest with them, but that was the first time online. And what made you do that? When because I, uh, you got a lot of attention. Yeah, I didn't see my point of view being represented. I saw a lot of people dancing around the issue, and then I saw a lot of professional political commentators delivering everything extremely PC when the country was literally on fire. So I was angry and upset and shocked and all of those things. So that's what made me get going. Before that though, were you, vo you weren't vocal at all? No, I was actually, um, acting. I was working on a project. I was working on putting together another project. So I very much avoided political issues, but when the pandemic started and then that started going on, I was just like, you know what? I'm all in. You're all in. And then it, your videos went viral. Right off the bat. Right? Yeah. Millions slide. of views. And a lot of the videos, was it hate initially or love? Um, so the first ones were like Joe about Joe Biden running for office. And those were love. Um, and then I started on the BLM. And those were hate added with, oh, my gosh, I agree with you, but I'm scared to say it. And then I just started talking about my opinions on a ton of different social issues. And I have um, exotic opinions for someone with, I guess, my identity. I don't think they should be exotic, but they are. 
Um, and so that's how I think they went viral. And you're in college now. I am. I'm a in senior. LA. At UCLA. At UCLA. And they all hate me. It, so I, I note you, uh, tell me if I'm accurate on this. You were removed from being a student at UCLA for classes that you were taking online. Is that true? So they threatened to remove me. So I got a call a few weeks ago um, and the UCLA medical center said they were going to drop all my classes if I didn't notify them as to whether or not I had the vaccine. One, all of my classes are online. Two, if I'm all online and I'm doing my classes from home, it's none of your business if I have it or not. So I'm against you even knowing whether I have it or not, regardless of whether I do or don't. Um, and I, you know, I've dealt with so much from UCLA. So I posted that on Twitter. I went on Fox news and right when I started kind of fighting back with them, they came out and said they hadn't dropped any students and they didn't plan on doing it. So, but no you think if dropped. you didn't have a big platform, oh, absolutely. I they was would have be dropped out. you in a yeah. hot second. Oh, they were looking forward to it, but that would have been bad for them for a lot of financial reasons because we discriminating and you paid and you've put so much stock into this and all of a sudden they're communicating that you uh will not be allowed you know it'd be one thing i i could see the argument if i was on campus but i'm all online so it just it's a rule that doesn't make sense um so it would have made them look pretty stupid so what are your thoughts on vaccines um i think if you want it you get it or you don't want it don't get it you, if, can I? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Cause so I was vaccinated earlier. I'm an ex meth addict, right? So putting, I put battery acid up my nose. So getting a vaccine to me, <laughs> you're like, I'm down. I'm down. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you got a vaccine. I get sick. I'll throw the, right. I got the whole pharmacy when I get sick. I'm like, I don't even care. Right. But I also understand the bigger issue is people being told what to do with their own bodies and that essentially there's consequences by not following what, even though there's not a ton of research, new ideas around vaccinations. And we know a lot of people have been vaccinated who've gotten COVID right. and that it doesn't necessarily totally prevent. But Tony has a big online presence and he's an influencer in addition to doing video and editing and growing my stuff. And he didn't get the vaccine except recently him and his boyfriend got the vaccine mm -hmm. and you were emotional. Yeah. I didn't want to get it. I did not want to get it. I I practically was crying right before I got it just because I, I, I just, I felt like it was being pushed on me. And so much now in LA is like, if you don't have it, you can't go here. Do you can't go there. You can't do shit. So even for events that I was getting invited to um, screenings, red carpet events, like I could not go if because I wasn't vaccinated. It sucks. That's actually my best friend's experience as well. She did not want to get it, but for work in the entertainment yeah. world, she had to get it. And I don't really understand. We're being told, oh, well, if you don't want it, don't get it as though we have the freedom to refuse it. But if you refuse it, you can't do anything. That's yeah. not having the freedom to get it or not get it. No. So I'm so sorry about that. No, it's gross. It's, which is crazy because even the gym down the street, Wes, actually, I just found out last week, West Hollywood 24 hour fitness is the only gym that is checking vac checking vaccination cards. Every other gym is not checking. It. It's the only gym. Well, it makes us like I go to 24 sometimes. Yeah. And they require the vaccination card to be able to work out there. But then everyone there is wearing a mask while they work out. But then the restaurant across the street, you can get a table of 20 and every, everyone can eat together. With the mask and I off. had a guy, so it's, it's difficult to work out with a mask on if you're really pushing <laughs> it. And my mask went a little beneath my nose. I told you about this guy mm -hmm. a few days ago, literally started screaming at me that I was, uh, disrespecting other people that I only cared about myself. And I was just like, where, like, I don't even know what to say. I kind of, I raised my mask cause I don't want to get into like a, a, fight. a fight. Well, I can handle it. <laughs> Let's be real. But I don't want to, you don't desire to, I don't want to feel bad. Like I, if I get angry, which I don't get angry often, it brings out an energy in me, which doesn't make me happy. And I don't want to give power away to someone else to make me feel unhappy. Right. So, but it was kind of, um, there seems to be a lot of people I know 
who are very private about not being vaccinated because people have been very judgmental. I'm vaccinated. I'm one of those that I could care less. I did a survey yesterday on my Instagram. Uh-huh. You, I don't know if you saw, but I put up a survey because I, I said I had a guest coming in and I said, how many of you believe that people who attend colleges should have to be vaccinated? What are your guys' guesses for what percent said people should be vaccinated versus not? See, if I did that poll, it'd be 80% they shouldn't have to be. Yeah, so mine is a mid, I'm a middle of the road guy, I don't, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm scared. So <laughs> 50, 58% said you should be mandated what? to get vaccinated and 42% said no. Wow. They, I mean, they love it. They're, they love the mask mandates. They love the vaccine mandates. It doesn't make sense to me, but. It's just the way it is, huh? I guess so. What are you most passionate about right now in terms of your using your voice? Um, yeah, because BLM has slowed down. I love talking all political issues. <laughs> um, I love, I'm really into like social issues right now. Okay. So I love, I've been talking a lot of gay stuff. Um, and feminism stuff. Like and- what? Like what? Yeah. Well, like last week I talked about um, men watching porn and maybe we wouldn't have so many deranged feminists who hated men if men took people out on dates again. Um, and if w- women accepted those dates and acted accordingly instead of taking their clothes off first date, I don't think that's appropriate. And I don't think that makes the man desire you. Just different stuff like that. Are you dating? I'm not. Are you single? I mean, am I like, am I drive a boyfriend? No. Oh, you're hanging out with different guys. I'm hanging out. And then uh, your parents, so they named you Christian. Yes. So you're, and your dad has said that he is Christian. Yeah, my mom's a Christian. And, and I love Jesus. So and I'm a you Christian. love Jesus. So what has that been like for you? Because a lot of people say that the Bible says. Right, right, right. That Jesus believes in man and woman. It ain't Adam and Eve. It is it Jesus Adam or is it and Bible? Eve, not Adam and Steve? Bible. Is it Jesus or the Bible? Well, I mean, the Bible, but it's all interpretation, mm. right? Um, you know, we all have our different experiences, and we're all different. And I love Jesus regardless of who I'm sexually attracted to. So, again, this goes back to you believing or whatever we believe, it doesn't affect my life what someone believes. So I'm on my own journey. I'm doing my thing. I have so, my so relationship like Jesus with Jesus. Jesus loves you regardless of who you're sexually Well, Jesus, attracted. yeah, I, I believe Jesus loves everyone, period. So And doesn't have a selective uh, uh, choice of, oh, you like women? Well, you're coming to heaven. You like men? Well, you're that's going not what hell. it's based off of now. So. What is it? It's based off of believing that he died on the cross and rose again. Done. What does that mean? What do you mean? Educate me. Okay, so Christianity, we believe that there was a man named Jesus, who you're clearly familiar with on the basic level, died on the cross for our sins and rose again on the third day. And so we're covered because he died for the sins. In the Old Testament, um, people used to have to slaughter a lamb and do a specific you did not you know the interesting thing about you i would not believe you would be someone who would believe in jesus not because you're gay or sorry that you like men because i'm fine because you're factual you you like facts right and that is faith right yeah yeah there it's totally faith Right. Um, it's, it's so different than yeah, like yeah, yeah. how you operate. So it's surprising to me that that is such a part. And that's always been a part of your life. 100%. Um, yeah. It's always been a part. It's so it's easy to have the faith because it's just always been a part of my life. Um, but I think everybody kind of has that to a certain extent. I see that not to make it political, but the, the other side um, puts their faith in the government. They think the government can save everything. They think the government can come save them. My faith's not in the government. I have faith in who I believe to be an all-powerful God. How do you meet guys now? Um, 
I mean, through mutual friends. Um, I mean, there's tons of ways. I definitely don't go to gay bars. That's for sure. Why not? Because I don't like the gay lifestyle. Tell me. Um, some of the things I don't like, I don't like this preaching of we're so tolerant. We're the most tolerant community and you're very intolerant towards anyone who disagrees with you. You're very catty towards each other. You're very promiscuous. I don't really, I don't want to live promiscuously. I want a husband. I don't want to hook up every other day with someone new. And I, I find that that goes on a lot in the gay community. Especially the gay bar scene. And, and I don't drink, but. Yeah, I don't drink either. Or preach. do drugs. But Good I for you. Tony, you don't drink either. Not really, no. Yeah, you like going to bars? Drink. Uh, occasionally, yes. West Hollywood, not as much. Ever since my favorite club shut down. Damn. Um, now, the music is just, it's too pop for me. It's too cute. Like, I want to <laughs> listen to some rap, rap. some hip hop. Like, <laughs> yeah. I I, and then, of course, if, if it's not West Hollywood, then you go to, you can go to like Silver Lake or downtown LA. But. The music there is like very EDM. It's not really like my style. We need to open up a bar for you. That's rap. It, which there was one, so but it shut down. Damn. Yeah. Well, a lot of, I think in the gay culture, there, a lot of the activities are surrounded around drinking. You know, I always say at a bar, I wish there was like a ping pong table and some activities or even like throwing ball into like circles so you can win a stuffed animal like <laughs> yeah. something that would make it kind of fun and cute that doesn't have to be sloppy right or d doesn't i just find that going to bars or clubs is just really loud music and a hard time speaking to anyone and everyone's kind of looking around the room at other people to see who they're attracted to. So it's not the best environment. And I function better like one-on-one -on -one or in small groups. I like intimate settings where we can have a conversation. I, I don't like to like take shots and, and try yeah. to get hit on. That's just not a vibe to me. It's not a vibe to you. What not type of guys me. do you like? Big, strong, muscular, conservative men. <laughs> no, I just, I, I like him. Um, I like him masculine. I like him with a job. Um, I like him respectful. I like him goal driven. That's huge for me. I mean, I'm super driven. There's a lot I want to accomplish in my life. So you need to be on that wavelength. Um, and yeah, I think there's anomalies, but that for the most part, that, that big, strong, masculine men is your well, that, but plus with the goal driven, driven and, and everything all that. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And politically, if they're not conservative, could you be with them? Well, I used to be like, oh, yeah. But like now the other side is so aggressive towards anyone who disagrees with them. And so like vehemently like they I find that they can't associate with my side. I have friends on the other side that are sane and they even admit that their side is sane. So maybe if who is they, by the way, like, do you think, I think, I think there is, if we're talking politics, there's like, okay, there's the conservative, the Trump voter, the, all of that. Then there's the classical liberal who doesn't want to come over and join the conservative side, even though we've really extended our beliefs they still want to hold on to that left side, but they understand that maybe making up your pronouns and um, the wokeness that's infiltrated our society and the cancel culture is wrong. And then you have people that are pro cancel culture, pro big government, pro. And I just that's like too far gone for me. So so how many categories would you say you listed out? A few, I think there's, there's the three. There's the conservative, there's the... The moderate classical liberal who doesn't want to leave the left, even though they see that it's screwed up. And then there's the leftist. I've always thought that the 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 right... Right, where, the scary right. No, I don't think it's scary. I just think there's certain issues that get bundled into different parties that I know a lot of Republicans who are pro-gay marriage and pro... Uh, abortion. Well, I know Republicans who are, they, but they have other things that are important to them about their family or their finances. Right. And those are a priority. I, I mean, the, the gay marriage thing, for example, like that's an old issue we've moved on. I feel like the left brings that up because they want that as an issue. We've moved on. Trump, not going to be a Trump spokesperson, but there's a plethora of videos of him talking about in the 80s during the AIDS epidemic. 
I'm pro-gay marriage. You should be able to get married. So this idea that like our side isn't pro-gay marriage. No, if you want to get married, get married and then shut up. But like we've moved on. Let's move on to different issues. Mm. So yeah, like we've, I think the right has extended that belief. It's just not really on our list of important issues. Like you kind of said. Yeah, I just think it's not probably vocalized because there's this sect of Christian supporters. And I think, you know, if gays can get married and there's an individual or a group who thinks, you know, I don't think that's right. If that's not interfering with your marriage, then why is it such an issue? Mm. I don't need everyone to bow down and worship the way I live or the choices I make. If I can still make the choices, then why should I be bothered? I find that to be a little weird and an insecurity that comes out in the gay community. So are you like pro or anti-abortion or you don't care? Um, I'm pro-life. I am. You're pro-life. I am. Why do you say it like that? No, like I, I just think that's an issue. Like I wish I could get on the other side, but I can't. And, and what do you think has influenced that for you? Um, I just think if I believe it's a life and I believe, which I do believe that God creates life and he breathes life from conception, then how can I say that that life is worth less? That's what does it for me. If that's what I believe, which it is now, if I thought it was a fetus and it had no value, well then I would say, yeah, discard it, but that's not what I think. Mm -hmm. So how could do you, I, do you think that you're influenced by the political party you associate with? And that's why you became more pro-life is kind of, that's where the conversation is. No, because I was at an event last week, everyone was conservative and these five women were like, we just love you. Everything. They kept saying mm -hmm. they loved me. And then they said, but we can't get on board with you with pro-life. Just don't talk about it. Like, so I think there is a lot of people on my side that are pro-choice or pro-life up into a certain mm. point. Um, so that's a mixed bag. I don't think we all need to agree at all. Yeah. Well, I think the problem too is, is kind of people get put into categories of Republican or Democrat or the middle, um, which really doesn't even talk. You know, right. the, a lot of the people in the middle just aren't going to be the big vocal. There's just not the nature of them. Right. And uh, like I would say, I'm not like a Republican or a Democrat. You know, I'm kind of, okay, here's this issue. I believe in this. Here's this issue. I believe in that. And I try to look at people as people and not just political political. Parties. I wish there was not these big political parties because I think it can become divisive where both sides just don't like each other. Right. And I sometimes think like, well, how would you get p two sides who don't like each other to ever get along? Like I've seen some of your videos, mm -hmm. which I have to say some of the videos where you amplify it when you're at Starbucks, that's partly an act, right? I mean, it's entertaining. Yes. It's yeah. You're bringing a character in totally 100% because it's like, that's like an alter ego. Like, well, that's how I'm I want to bring... deliver the message. Mm -hmm. If I deliver it like, oh my gosh, um, BLM is wrong because of that. That nobody wants to listen to that. Now, do they want to listen to something charged up and anti PC? Yes. So, Got it. So it's the same words. It's just your delivery. I would say so. Yeah. Do you do several takes of your delivery? Are you like, um, uh oh, I did not bring the the <laughs> bam, bam, bam into this one. Well, I just because it's gotta be exhausting. It's high energy. It's high energy. I just pray that the line is long so I have time to redo before I get up because once you get up to ordering, like it's one take. So it usually takes me between one and three takes. I have a quick question. Ask me. We're all gay here, mm -hmm. right? What, what issues should we be focusing on as a, as gay men? Um, two things. One differentiate, differentiating the gay movement from the trans movement. They are completely separate issues. And the fact that they're lumped together is completely inappropriate to me. I don't know about y'all. Um, and then two, being happy that you can get married and then moving on with your life and, and stop acting like the, the, there's this big bad figure that's going to come in and take away gay marriage. No, pretty much everyone in the country supports gay marriage. We can move on. Mm. What do you think? I think what I issues? agree with you. No, I think as far as issues, I don't, I'm trying to think of like big issues that we have. Right. And I feel like 
there's issues that I feel like we shouldn't have. Like, I think like, um, and I, I've, I've talked this with a lot of friends, pronouns. Oh, I don't think there's a need for pronouns. Um, I, I think it's confusing people. I feel like it's confusing not only straight people, but also gay people. I think like, it's narcissistic. I, I'm confused personally. Cause I'm like, I don't, I, I've never felt and the need I don't, to. What, what I think the part of it, because I'm friends and, and we talked to your, you have friends who are trans and we all have friends who are trans and we've seen that it is, it is a tough lifestyle. Totally. It is a commitment. It is reassignment for a lot of people going right. through surgeries. It's expensive. And for a while, and because I've even been in the, my friend had a, her uh, penis turned into a vagina or those parts. And I was in the hope, like the operating room afterwards and went through what the pain is like to dilate with essentially a dildo to keep it open because your body wants to close it. And it is hell. Like they go through hell. And I sometimes am a little confused. I can understand someone that says, I believe I'm a female or I believe I'm a male. What I don't understand is people who have another label and I don't understand if that's trans or not, because it's a little confusing to me. Well, and now we have a, well, trans used to be you either got reassignment surgery or you were completely on hormones taking it and you were in it. We've moved to a place where now if I wake up tomorrow and say I'm trans and I count and I should be able to go into the woman's restroom. And I just don't believe in that. That's ridiculous. Mm. My friend Blair you know, she she was on hormones for however many years. She looks like a woman. She talks like one. You couldn't even tell. And I still think she goes into the man, the men's restroom. That's a whole different subject. But to think that if you just, you can change it by the day, I don't think that makes any sense. Yeah. Is that what you're saying too, Tony? Yeah, that too. It's, it's, it's confusing to me. And then I think the pronouns are narcissistic because to think you can change the English language and make up words to identify yourself and then demand that everyone else around you call you these made up words. That makes no sense. Yeah. I know a lot, a lot of gay men and women who do not understand the pronoun movement they don't share it. They don't want to talk about it publicly because they're afraid. But I, I sometimes wonder if it's, if they're confused, then wouldn't other people that where we're trying to bring people together, wouldn't they be confused? Yeah. Because it, if we're confused, they would be confused. Right. I feel like it's pushing people away. Totally. And it's making them like, I, it's making them, it's like another problem for us now. 100%. If I was totally straight, I would think th this would turn me off even more. Yeah. If I was already turned 100%. off. 100%. I'd be like, no. So, okay, you got the gay marriage, you got all this, and now we're making up words and you're yelling at me to call you Zzer. What does that mean? Do you know? So, there's no. these things I talked about it today on my podcast <laughs> called neo pronouns, where you can make up whatever word you want, XE for a pronoun and then you expect everyone to call you that that doesn't make sense <laughs> no it doesn't. it doesn't and you know the other thing if you think about most people even though the argument mo I, I meet a lot of people publicly and i think a lot of people assume i'm straight when they first meet me could be wrong someone you know someone some group on tiktok was like we knew from the second he taught i'm like whatever i don't care but i get the vibe because i'll have women flirting with me that maybe they assume I'm straight. I'm not mad at them. I just like to be angry at people who don't understand. And it's hard enough to remember people's names. Yeah. And people I don't think are mean spirited as much as culture is making people out to be. Totally. People are a lot more simple and they're just either confused or they want to be able to say what they want to say, period. Pronouns are a luxury belief. It's a luxury to have, to be so blessed that you, one of your biggest problems is your pronouns. 
you know, in other countries, people can't get food. They don't have a job. So if you're concerned about your pronouns, you're extremely blessed to the point that it shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. yeah. If you don't mind me asking, why did you get banned on TikTok? Um, so apparently I'm my my speech is violent and hateful because I have an opinion. Your speech, how many times did you get warnings on TikTok? Um, well, I used to be able to say whatever I wanted. And then there were certain big accounts that were on the left that would tell their followers to go report my page. And the TikTok system is based on a computer, I think. So the computer would take a video down and then I would appeal it um, and TikTok would put it back up. So it was like that for a long time. And then they took my account down, they gave it back and then I, it was getting reported so much they took it down again. That sucks, man. It's ridiculous. I think it sucks because it's like, I feel like everyone should, whether it's right or wrong or whether someone agrees with you or doesn't agree with you, you shouldn't be able to like have your voice taken away from you. No. And if you're secure in your beliefs then my speech shouldn't threaten your belief. That part. That part. Right. Are you afraid you're going to get removed from YouTube and Instagram? And I, I think censorship is um, a huge problem and it, Totally is an increasing concern within me, but I just try to be as careful as I can. I, I wanted to ask you about, what was that guy's name? He was like the OG gay Trump supporting Milo. Milo? Okay. So Milo, <laughs> what's his last name? Yiannopoulos. Yiannopoulos basically was the rising L- star. LGBT star, star who supported star. Trump. And I, th- I think in he 2016. called him daddy, daddy or Trump. do you call Trump daddy? I don't. It's, I think it was, it was Milo. <laughs> okay. So basically this guy was, was rising. Amazing. He had a book deal. Yeah. And then a scandal kind of came out that of something he said, cancel culture, canceled him. Right. But they really did cancel him, right? They did. And what was that over? Do you remember? He said something about... Um, when he was younger, he had relations with older guys and that really did it in. And then now he owns, I don't know if this is right. You would know a gay conversion center. I believe so. I I've heard. He literally has gone to the other side. And we, when I say I, we've, we've talked about different people we know who literally become committed. They were gay slept around a ton they had some experience with i don't know god i don't know <laughs> do, you, do you know anything about milo's um i i think it's this i think like the argument for that is you know if you're someone who believes it's a sin then you may not be able to convert yourself out of the attraction to other men but you can stop sleeping around and you can kind of give yourself to god in that way so do you um, believe in conversion? Do you believe in conversion therapy? I believe if you if if you think it's a sin and you want to stop sleeping with men, then that should be your total choice to do. I feel that. like the greatest piece of content was if we went to his conversion camp and spent two days. <laughs> oh wow! And 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 just go through the experience. Yeah, I feel like we that'd be dope. It'd be fun. I'd be down because I know I'm not going to change. <laughs> <laughs> I really like but my I, big. I, men. I wanted to for a while go to. Um, Go to places like that to show that you can get along, have dinner. You can totally get get along. Oh my gosh. And I, when I was telling some, uh, some people and they were like, how could you do that? I'm like, you guys, you, you have to get along with other people. But then again, you don't get along with people with blue hair. Oh, I don't know. You don't. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, they don't get along with me. I'd say that's more the issue. You don't think you would poke uh, poke at them. Well, I, I think I would, yeah. but I, I like to poke at people and I like to be poked at. I'm confident enough to take that. If you can't handle that sort of environment, then we're not going to get Have you always been like this? Um, I've always been very much like an individual. So I, I haven't cared about like people liking me. So maybe. Has there been any moment in the whole cancellation of you that was what? That was the most upsetting for you. Well, one of my first videos that it was about Jacob Blake, he stole the taser from the cop and fired it at the cop. That was my first BLM video. And when I posted that, I got a ton of hate. And I remember sitting in my kitchen at my parents' house and being like, did I just make a mistake? Like, 
But after that first video of hate, I'm sure you've had videos that get hate. I'm like, it's been whatever. I literally made a video talking about how we should accept other people based upon their political views (laughs) and that gay culture we talk about accept us, but then we should also accept other people's views. And people start calling me you. Oh, me, Christian yeah. Walker? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, and that I was a Trump supporting. Wow. And I'm just like, you got. To get along with people as being a Trump it's, supporter? It's, it's, it's crazy, though, that in my mind, I'm like, when you, when you are mean or nasty towards other people online, you actually push them away. You're not convincing them that they want to hang out with you. Yeah. They don't want to hang out with you. It's like if you go to high school or anything, when people are mean, you're like, okay, you're not my people, peace. And eventually mm-hmm. you keep going further and further away. But in my mind, I was like, what? Yeah, it's so weird. What are your thoughts on cancel culture? I think it's ridiculous. And I think, you know, I'm someone who can forgive people when they mess up. So it, 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 makes people first of all it cancels people out of their work and out of their reputation or whatever and then this mob doesn't accept an apology i Mm. really take issue with that so you say you're so wrong apologize and then the person releases a statement and it's never enough Mm. so i'm totally against it yeah i i think that the what i've noticed a little bit with the left is they it's like i say it's like lord of the flies with piggy and they eat their own people it's they'll rise someone up and then all of a sudden they eat them. Like yeah. even me doing this podcast with you, I'll get a I bunch know, of hate. You will. But Bob, the drag queen can do it and he can do it. But if I do it and I'm not trying to convince you, you're not trying to attack me and convince me the or whole tell time. you that your ideas are wrong. Right. That suddenly. And it's a cult. That sucks, man. That's such it's it's a religious. It's cult. such bullshit, though. Like it sucks that he can't even have a conversation with you without getting hate. I know, but I'm the fascist. I'm the fascist, even though I'm open to everybody's ideas. I want everyone to be able to speak. No censorship. Everyone's welcome at the town square. Voice your ideas. I don't care how much I disagree. But the other side wants to shut me down. But I'm the fascist. It doesn't make sense. Mm. Damn, man. That's some shit. I think there's a lot that needs to be fixed with our community as well. Cause our community is so focused on like, if you're not with me, then you're against me. Love you to I don't even identify with the community. You don't No, not at you all. You don't consider no. yourself LGBT. I don't either. No, I don't say I'm the G word. I like men. That's where it ends. Cause I, I don't like want to be lumped in with them. I love men. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> well, I, do I think, too. look, I think there's a lot of people so that when you, when you talk about community, what you're talking about is the people who think, act, follow. Right. There, there, there's a sect, but that there's a sect of people in the Christian world. Think, talk, act. Like there's pockets of people where they follow thought. They follow a leader of thought and they subscribe to everything that that leader says. People get idolized as if they're really changing culture. And then I look at someone like Madonna, who back in the day, was a a badass. She would go to other countries. She would shove it down like government's throats that she was going to be provocative and she was going to be herself. And she was so embraced. But now the quote community calls her a has-been and that she's unattractive and that she's trying to stay relevant, right? Like this is what I'll see like online. And it's just interesting to me how people can get built up but then torn down. And I, I haven't really, uh, I have an eclectic mix of friends. I have some friends who are extremely liberal. I have some friends who are extremely conservative. I have some friends who are born again, Christians. I have some friends who don't believe in God, right? Like I like surrounding myself with people with different ideas, but I am not sure if there's a lot of room right now. Like I wish there was a third political party. Mm. I wish there was like one more party. <laughs> I mean, that just was another the, option that right? cause more drama. <laughs> I think times have changed. When when I was coming out, I'm 42, so when I came out in 19, meaning I like told my parents, um, there was because there was at that time way less acceptance, and before right. me, there was a lot less acceptance. Is you wanted to be around other people who had experienced the same level of pain and rejection and just you felt alone 
I don't know if that's the experience of people who come out today because there wasn't social media. There was hardly internet. There was like a phone book. So I don't know if today is just so much easier. I think you're totally right. That's the same thing that goes on in the black community. The black community has that C word community too. And I think those types of things started because there was a society that was against being gay. There was a society, a culture that used to be racist, but we've come so far. Now our culture has moved on, but these communities have held on to feeling oppressed and feeling like everybody's against them. And I just wish I could, we could convince everyone we've moved on. You're free of, of that nasty feeling that used to be in the culture. You don't have to identify yourself with these groups anymore. Yeah. And there has been a big trend of like celebrities coming out as non-binary and like talking about it. And it's, it's a little bit, um, I, I think there's like, not to say challenge isn't a challenge, but when you grow up in a certain environment and where it is a community where you're not accepted, it's very different than being rich, famous, and not it not being that there's any consequences. And so like- it's Oh, you're a, talking about them being lauded as brave yeah. for coming out as non They're so cool. You get worshiped by the media. You're not brave. You just want attention. Yeah, like, like I think the pro football player who came out, I'm sure there's been tons of football players who have been gay. Your dad was one of the top, football players of all time i'm sure he knew of other guys that maybe were gay and because that environment is so rare that i do think that could be right a challenge and it is brave to talk about that's i think it's not easy because it's not the norm note on that football player too when they found out when the gays found out that he followed candace owens and in a Republican congressman, they canceled him right after he came out. But that's why we haven't really heard about him since. Mm. And he's not on RuPaul's Drag Race as a guest and hosting this show and that because he's probably a Republican. Yeah, and I'm not, and I haven't found to be honest that like the <laughs> gay community career wise, you know, people are always like, that's where you, I, when I was coming out, it was helpful, although I did a ton of drugs and it was like partying and, but like, I just find people have been helpful to me, no matter what their sexual preference is, people that I connect with, people that we connect with. And it to assume that someone who's gay is left or to assume that someone who's a woman would be, you know, anti-abortion or anti, you know, like there's just so many assumptions instead of getting to know people. And that it's not okay for people, I call it the thought police, where you can't have a thought that isn't part of mainstream culture right? without being canceled. But your podcast is called Uncancelable. I do have a podcast called Uncancelable. I like that. That's yeah. catchy. It's fun, right? I like that. It's a if, good name. I have another question for you. If okay. you can change one thing in the world today... You can change it for good. Change. You got the magic wand. You have a wand and you can change this. What would you change today? (gasps) Um, That's a loaded question. That's hard. And if you had given me a day, so I'm going to say this, but I don't even have the thought. Um, That could be pretty tough. You could pull it together. I know. I got this. I got this. Um, that we had a wall at the border. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that that there was genuine. Tony, sorry. Your relatives are not coming over. No, they're coming through legally. Love them. Latino men are like the hottest, Middle Eastern and Latino. So trust me, I'm, I was talking to this um, guy one time and he saw I had a picture with Trump on my Instagram and called me. And we stopped talking because I was a Trump supporter. I'm like, well, I'm glad you came over. But. Your relatives should have papers. Um, okay. I just think I would want a quality of, of, of opportunity throughout the entire world, not just our country. I think we have that on lock, but I see how other countries struggle. I wish every country in the world had a quality of opportunity across the board, like we see in America. Um, and I think that would afford people the opportunity to achieve things and build for their country in ways they're not able to right now. 
I like that. Just correct. Like, like we right? see in America or like we saw in America? Like we see. Like we see. Okay. <laughs> That's a good answer. I mean, there's not a lot of opportunity. I travel a lot. You know, I, I was trying to set up refugee camps in Kurdistan, Iraq alone with wow. Yazidi women. Wow. I went there twice. Wow. And then I realized that American media did not care. And it was very hard to get execute. And I was using my own money. And I couldn't get celebrities, even though I've worked with a lot, to sell like merch on tours because it isn't a popular topic. But you look at other people's lives and that they are victims of circumstance based upon just growing up in a certain city. And it's very hard to have any opportunity. And in this country, there is a lot of opportunity. And that's why so many people want to come here. Totally. Um, my dad grew up super poor country in the South. My stepdad, Jewish, he grew up super poor and they built themselves up to both be successful men. So I'm really thankful for our country. I wish other countries were afforded the same, but since we can't do that across the board, I think we should just be grateful for where we live and try to preserve that. Do you ever, when you're around your dad, do you ever look at a guy, let's say you get dinner with your dad and there's someone at another table. Can you be like, that guy is hot. I don't, we don't talk like that. You don't ever. Th that's just totally weird. Never would. I don't, I'm not like that with my parents. Like a no, no. But oh friends gosh, you no. would. Yes. Yes. All the time. <laughs> so with your parents Love out of respect, you would never do that. No, Have you ever brought a guy around them? Um, there hasn't been one worthy. So no. Ooh, <laughs> that means that means oh, got it worthy you mean that you wouldn't be embarrassed about oh um kinda kinda what uh, how old are you Christian? can go around when there's a ring um 22 22 22 yeah. you're young what advice would you give to someone who wants to speak their mind on social media I'd say, number one, you're going to find so many like-minded people. You don't need to be scared. And I'd say, number two, you are so strong as an individual. You do not need acceptance from the mob. You are capable of doing everything you want to do by yourself. So you step out, do it. You will find people who agree with you and love you for who you are. You don't need to pretend to be some woke monster. Damn. And what would you say to someone who doesn't have the confidence that you have because a lot don't in terms of dealing with people coming at them. Is there any advice you could give? Um, I would say the aggression comes from the fact that they're insecure about their beliefs and they want to force you into submission. And that should make you more confident about your beliefs. Don't let it scare you out of what you know you believe. Hmm. What is next for you? Like, do you see yourself having a comedy show? Do you think that you're going to run for office one day? Um, I'm working on a few projects right now. I would say the most important thing, the bigger picture is to help people realize that my set of beliefs, conservatism does not have to be buttoned up and stuffy. It can be fun. It can be cultural. It doesn't, it's not what it used to be. Um, and so I'd like to spread that message through a bunch of different avenues. Got it. So you would want to create more. Create. And you're studying what in college? I'm studying Chinese and international development. And how fluent are you in Chinese? I speak good Chinese. Really? Yeah. Have you been there? I've never been. Why are you learning Chinese? I love exotic foreign language. So I started in like eighth or ninth grade, had a private tutor too, and then um, wanted to study it in college. And I think it's going to be super important. We know it is. That China is. Yeah. Got it. And did you, that's my mom calling me right now, speaking of parents. So we, we grew up in a situation where our parents probably had tutors. Mm -hmm. And we're able to provide those opportunities. Do you think that your uh, perception is partly impacted on uh, potentially you having more uh, opportunity than the typical black person? Um, I would say, number one, because of affirmative action and the number of different opportunities out there, if you go to high school, you perform well, you work hard, you can get a scholarship. 
and you can go to college and you can study something that if you still have to take a loan out, will afford you the opportunity to get a job that will help you pay that loan off. We're all afforded different things in life. Everything that I have was worked for either by me or by parents who did hard work so they could provide me with something. It's not like I have stuff for no reason. It was mm-hmm. worked for by me or a parent who cared about me. Um, so I do think I have a plethora of opportunities afforded to me that other people don't, but I think I don't want to live in a place where we are all have the same things all the time. No, if you want something, you work for it or get mad at your parents that they didn't work for it for you. Mm. Have you had any stalkers or people coming after you? Um, no, not yet. Gosh, not yet. I have crazies in my DMS. And I have a couple fans that are inappropriate, but for the most part, everyone's so cool. It's actually been a blessing with you just speaking your mind. It's been a blessing because people feel like they're being represented. People who didn't feel represented before. Wow. What would you say to someone who says that you're desperate for fame? Um, I'd say if I was desperate for fame, I'd come out as non-binary, hating the right, hating on my dad for running for Senate, and I'd get worshipped by the media, and I'd be on a television show tomorrow. Is there like nothing Kellyanne good. Conway's daughter? Yeah, literally. There, wh- what does that the right get? That is a route get? to go. Literally. Yeah, she was so embraced. I'd be No one I'd knew anything worshipped. about her. And that girl, because she turned against her mother, was so embraced by the left. Meanwhile, if you think about it, it, it basically it was a uh, Trump's. Uh, what was her role for Donald Trump? She was campaign um, spokesperson for a while, and ba- her daughter made TikTok videos. Who she was funny, but she was funny, which I'm sure her daughter is still allowed on TikTok. Oh hell yeah! And she turned against her own mom, who represented Donald Trump. And then she was so embraced. Was she, wasn't she on like a major television show? American Idol, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, she got American yeah. Idol. Oh, yeah. But Damn. if she would have been right wing, I don't think she would have had any Nothing. of those opportunities. Nothing. So if I wanted fame and attention, um, I'd be a leftist. Interesting. Good to know. Yeah, you have many cards you could play there. Tons. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Y'all were so fun. And I'm having really a wide range of topics and conversations. You know, you're a neighbor, you live close by. And, um, you know, even though we don't have the same opinions on everything, that's a great thing. I love it. Because then we can have conversations and not insult each other, even when we have differences of opinion. Praise God. Maturity. Yes. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank thanks you. for coming to Always Evolving. Till next time, keep it magical. This has been a Stage 29 podcast production. The podcast is executive produced by Patty Chiano, Laferne Cusack, and Stephanie Kaysen. Our audio editors are Jackson Ruff and Jonathan DeMatty. Callie Kelts is the social media producer. And a special thanks to the rest of our podcast crew, Rwani Horinige, William Cusack, Lisa Clark, Katie Brown, and Morgan Kaler. The Always Evolving with Coach Mike Bear podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional, medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnoses, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during this podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professionals.